According to the Oxford English Dictionary, one of the definitions for the word power is the ability or capacity to do something or act in a particular way. If you think about the definition in the reverse, it means that there are certain things that you cannot do, and there's a certain way you cannot act if you don't have any power. In the Western world, power is associated with wealth, and there's a clear distinction between those who have wealth and those who don't. What is that distinction? They can do things and act in ways that those who don't have wealth cannot. I'm looking at this in the most simplistic terms, because we all know that money can't buy happiness. You only have to look at the suicide rate among the rich and famous to know that this is a true statement. However, this is not the point I'm trying to make, and I want to make that clear before I continue. Examining power from a Western standpoint, why should anyone want it? Because, as we are going to find out, obtaining power is not an easy feat. You need to be resilient, strategic, alert, and willing to put on your boxing gloves when necessary to get and hold on to power. The world is not a nice place, and there are people who will do anything they can to bring you down when you reach a certain level. So, why would you fight to get there, and then have to keep fighting to stay there? What's the point? Would you not rather just live an ordinary, invisible life where you don't have to deal with this extra stress? Let me shock you with some statistics. Would you believe me if I said there is a direct correlation between having power and living a healthier and longer life? When the director of the UCL Institute of Health Equity, Michael Marmot, studied the deaths from heart disease among British civil servants, he found that those in higher positions had a lower death rate than those in lower positions within the organization. Although there are several other factors that can contribute to a person's death, such as dietary habits, smoking, and so forth, when these factors were taken into consideration, they had little to no effect on the results. The main difference was status and power. It is these things that provide people with the control they want over their work environments. There's been a consistency in results in various studies that job control, which included the ability to use skills and decision-making and authority, all had a role to play in morality risk from heart disease. These findings should not be a surprise to you. You're reading this book because you want to know how to gain power, and so I'm pretty sure that you don't consider yourself to be in a position of power at the moment, which means that you know what it feels like not to have the control that you want over your own life. You're not getting out of bed in the morning because you want to, but because you have to be at work by a certain time. So, in other words, you're told when to get up. Lunchtime at work is at a certain time. So, you're told when you can eat. And then you're told when you can go home, not to mention what takes place throughout the day in a workplace. So, I can say with confidence that you don't have any control over your own environment, causing you to feel stressed out and helpless. Being in a powerless position is bad for your health, and on the flip side of this, those who have power over their own lives don't have to deal with the same feelings of stress and hopelessness which add years to their life. Having power is not about being able to flaunt your wealth and status, even though that is a byproduct. We know that an American civil servant doesn't earn anything close to a million dollars per year. However, it's not the money, but the ability to control your environment that gives you power. Power is also about leadership, 
and it is needed if you are going to get things done efficiently. Whether it means changing the health care system in the United States or influencing human welfare and social policy. In order to have this type of influence to change things, you have to have power. Otherwise, you're not going to be able to influence people or put the right amount of pressure on government organizations to agree with what you're trying to implement. Regardless of race or culture, many people have a desire for power. Some people want power for what it provides, status and wealth, and others are more preoccupied with achieving the goal of gaining power and not the byproducts. David McClellan, a social psychologist, wrote about the need that people have for power. He concludes that to seek power is a fundamental human drive. In other words, it's normal to want to be able to control your environment. 